loves. This is Nalani. And Sasha. Welcome to On Wednesdays We Dream. Cheers. Cheers, love. That was cute. I like these glasses. These Thank are nice you. glasses. It's my dad's, so it's your shout dad's out to glasses. my dad. Okay. It was his, I believe, birthday or Christmas gift from my from my Nina. Thanks, so. Dad. We're just stealing your gifts, man. They're just really aesthetically pleasing. They're cute. They're super cute. Kind of I just... mean, they're like whiskey glasses, I believe. Yeah, this does not look like a wine glass yeah, at all. Yeah, it's not. But you know what? Fuck it. It's the apocalypse. Fuck still. it. <laughs> it holds the wine just fine. <laughs> I mean, we were about to drink uh, wine from a mug today, so... Yeah. Why not? Why fucking not? <laughs> so what are we drinking, since we're talking about our glasses? What's in it? What's in our glass, Nani? What do we got going on today? I'm so excited. <laughs> I picked up a bottle of our favorite wine! Yay! You can't see me, but I'm doing my happy dance right now. I'm super excited. <laughs> it is Seven Moons Red Blend. Woo! It is... Oh my gosh. This is the wine we talked about on our last episode while we were drinking another wine. So sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, guys, this is an amazing It's so good. Wine. It's like, like, it's smooth. It has a good body to it. Oh, oh, oh. Let me find. Oh yeah, pull up your notes. Pull up your notes. Like, this bitch has like their full website loaded on her phone. Duh, because it's fucking seven moons. She's like, I'm prepared to talk about this wine because I love this wine so much. But yeah, this is like, like I think we mentioned last time, one of those finds that I think I randomly found at Total Wines and we've just been obsessed with it ever since. Yeah, she, she brought it over one day and it just... It changed our world of red blends. That's what happened. Seriously, it just, it was history. (laughs) So the red blend opens with aromas of chocolate covered cherries, baking spices, and vanilla bean. Flavors of strawberry preserves, cherry cola, and milk chocolate follow through to a smooth fruit forward lingering finish. Like, how can you not love that? How can you not? That just sounds like fucking perfection. Fruit and chocolate. And vanilla. And vanilla? I love vanilla. Oh, I die. I drool. It's perfect. So. it. Did you see what it pairs with? No, what does it pair with? Everything. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, but it's so random. It says it pairs from foods, uh, barbecue chicken, um, <laughs> salad, salad, <laughs> Chinese takeout. What the fuck? <laughs> what? No, you know what? They know their demographic. <laughs> They know it's like a bunch of millennials who drink this and we're like, one day we're filling the salad, the next day we're filling our Chinese takeout. They're trying to hit all of the right people. That's what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's, for me, I feel like for people that aren't wine drinkers, Mm -hmm. this is a bottle that you can definitely... That they would like. I feel like... You can definitely try and you'll enjoy. Yeah. I feel like you can't be the kind of person who needs really, like, light wine to like this. Because it's mm-hmm. not light. It's oh, red. No. It's it's pretty full-bodied. But if you have someone who's probably, like, more of a beer drinker than a wine drinker, I feel like this would be something that they don't hate. So... And it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And I mean, it's not super dry, which I feel like is the, the number one complaint. It's balanced. Yeah, and I think that's, like, dry is, like, the number one complaint for people who don't drink wine. They're like, oh, it's so dry, I can't do it. Like, this is or not. Or it's very acidic. Yeah. And I, I feel like this is a really balanced blend. Yeah, I would agree. Um, But, yeah, it's, like, really sweet. It's fruity. It has that, like, vanilla finish to it. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. It's like Christmas in the glass, guys. I mean, I wouldn't go that far because you know how I feel about holidays, but... Whatever. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking about myself. Jeez. For you? For you, that fits. That fits really I love well. It. 
I mean, it's perfect. I have my Christmas candle. You do have your Christmas candle it's going. It's my favorite. Yes. And I have my favorite wine. It's just Christmas all around today, guys. No, it's a night of favorites. It's a night of favorites, okay? So for you, that's all of your Christmas favorites. Yes. But it is tonight we have declared is a night of favorites, and we will explain why. But we need to give you guys like a real quick life update before we go into what we're doing today. I'm going to do life update number one of what the fuck just happened, and you can go ahead and hit them with the life update of the world. Of the world? Okay. 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 So here's what the fuck just happened. <sighs> it's been a struggle, guys. And it's not even Monday. <sighs> no. Okay, so I got here, like, two hours ago. We started talking about what we are going to talk about on this episode, kind of, like, brainstorming, making sure we have, like, everything planned out, all of our quotes, like we always do. So no big deal there. We And honestly, I was surprised. I was thinking that you were going to come over around 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. honestly, because I was like, it, it's Sasha's it, time. That's, yeah. I'm a, I'm a night owl, like... That's when I'm at peak functionality is when it's late at night. When you texted me that you were on the way, I was like, I am in a hair wrap right now. (laughs) I just finished prepping stuff for uh, making broccoli. Like, okay, we're doing this. We're doing it. It's 6.30. Well, I was like, I just finished cleaning and I was like, I can stay home and like hang out or I can just go to your house and we can just like bust this shit out. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to just head over. So I go to your house. We plan out our shit like we always do. We're, like, ready. You open the bottle of wine. We take the photos for our Instagram. We good. We start drinking. We're like, all right, let's start recording this shit. (laughs) We always record on my laptop, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Because Sasha is the brains behind all of this. She is tech savvy. I trust her with my life. Yeah. She's amazing. So props to Sasha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we record on my laptop so I can take this home and I can edit everything, right? We go to plug the, our fucking mics into my goddamn laptop, and I'm pissed as hell right now at her because she's disrespecting me in front of company, and I don't like that kind of treatment. <laughs> so we plug our mics in, and all I'm getting is static. Like, we always run a test before we start recording. Well, we see the lines going up while we're doing, like, the testing. I was like, oh, oh, like They're, like, crazy high, and normally they don't get high until we laugh because, like, sorry, we assault your ears every other week with how yeah. loud we laugh. We um, just get used to it at this point. So, but it's, like, even higher than when we laugh. And I'm staring at my computer screen, like, what the fuck is going on? So, we're like, are our mics broken? We unplug our mics and just start talking into the laptop, and it still does it. I restart my laptop, which, like, as someone who works in tech, I'm going to give you guys a life hack. 80% of the time, that's how we fix your fucking issue. We just turn it off and turn it back on. (laughs) That's how I do everything. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just, 80% of the time, that's literally all I do. I'm just, like, turn it off and turn it back on. Like, oh, this shit's frozen? Well, we're gonna restart. Restart the bitch. We good, we good. So I restart this hoe like four times and she's still not recording properly. So I'm like, fuck it, we're gonna record on my phone. We- no, I just think it's you today because we I you borrowed think it's my me? sister. You yeah. think it wow. I think it's you because I feel disrespected uh, right now. Damn. It's your It's me. It's your it's devices. Me. It's today. me. I feel like Chad from um what is it, Charlie's Angels? Is it the Chad? <laughs> it's the Chad. I'm just falling off the boat. That's me. I'm just gonna drown myself right now. Go ahead and explain why it's me. Yeah, because I went to go get my sister's, like, adapter thingy so that way we could record on Sasha's phone because, again, she's tech savvy and she has... I edit, so I need the stuff. She has everything on her phone. Well, I don't know. She was taking... It just doesn't want to fucking work for me. It didn't want to fucking work. It wouldn't record, and then it would start recording and then stop recording, and I was like, I'm going to just start throwing shit at this point. So, 
We're recording on Nani's laptop. Yeah, I I was like, well, fuck it. I guess I have to download this shit on my laptop. Don't know what I'm going to do with it, but okay. I'm so mad right now, you guys. I can't even, I can't even explain. We we are more than. We are more than halfway through this bottle of wine at this point because that's the emotion that I'm feeling right now. We are more than halfway through this bottle. I'm like, fuck life. We had that first nostalgic drink and sip and we're like loving it, doing our happy dance. And then now it's just like, fuck, we got to get this shit started. Yeah, I just want to pound the rest of the bottle. Like that's where I'm at. Like that first cup was great because it was just like sweet and cute as we were talking and planning out what we were doing. Yes. Now I'm just It was getting the creative juices out. I'm just ready to fucking guzzle at this point. Like I just. I can't anymore. I can't. So yeah, that's what happened right now. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. We gotta do the thing. I am here. I'm I'm grounded. grounded. (laughs) This is Nalani. This is her hand. We are safe. (sighs) Okay. You good? I'm good. Go ahead and give the other shitty life update. All right, guys. So. (laughs) No. It just gets worse. It just gets worse. Well, um, happy quarantine, guys. Happy quarantine! We are still in this disaster of a social distancing, self-quarantine bullshit mayhem. Yeah. And for anyone who's worried about the two of us being together and asking for being safe, like, both of us do not live in a household where adding another person gets it over five people in the building. We are both being super safe. Nalani is working from home. I'm following all the precautions, having to be, like, at work. So thank you for your concerns, but we are being, like, super, super safe being with each other right now. But continue. Yeah. If anything, like, I'm the safest person because I haven't been to work in, like, weeks. You ain't left the house. Like, you good. I mean, I've gone, you know, grocery hunting because it's now It is now hunting. hunting. (laughs) We have now, like, devolved into the hunter-gatherers of our forefathers because- Yeah. I gotta go hunt tomorrow. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, we're still in this. We're still in this shit. Mayhem, I think, I think madness. It, didn't the governor just extend it through, like, April 30th or something like that? May, yeah, to yeah, May. To May 1st, basically. I saw that Virginia is gonna go back June 10th. What? Why June 10th? So but I was like, what the hell is going on, Virginia? Oh, God. I'm concerned for them, honestly. So, yeah, we're still going through this pandemic of the coronavirus, yeah. COVID-19. Yep. Um, I honestly, I had to stop and distance myself from, like, news outlets because yeah. it's just, I don't know, to me it feels like it's very fear-based mm-hmm. and it's just like... I don't know, it's just negative. And it can get really overwhelming, like, constantly reading, like, all of this. Like, I like it is good to be informed, it's good to know what's going on, but at the same time, sometimes you just gotta give yourself a break, and you're like, no, I just can't be surrounded by, like, negativity all is, or like, like you said, like, it, it's very fearful. It's like putting a lot of fear into people about anything, and causing people to panic. So, like, you know, keep yourself sane, as well as safe, and if you just can't, then just fucking not. Don't do it. Like... Yeah, I started to panic a little bit because everything that they were saying, like, oh, it's not going to be, the cases are just increasing every day. The U.S. is now number one Mm -hmm. with with the cases that are here that China lied Mm -hmm. about how many cases they actually had or they actually are having right now. So it's just, yeah, no, I have to, I have to stop because I know that, you know, what I'm doing, I'm protecting myself. I'm being safe. Um, so it's just, I don't know, you just have to... Give yourself a bit of a media cleanse, you know? A cleanse and also just take care of yourself. Yeah. 
whatever and whatever that looks like whether it's like avoiding negative news stories because it's bad for your mental health or you know however your self-care is working during this quarantine like do what you need to do to keep yourself sane and healthy but yeah, that's what we're dealing with right now yep so we're still here um a little cabin fever on my part sorry I just have, you know, I'm stuck with the same people every day. <laughs> You've got cabin fever and I'm like stressing balls at work. I so, know. Yeah, that's what's happening. Your texts were very concerning but made me laugh, so. Yeah, and you like how I didn't reply. I know, I was like, <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> she straight up was like, hey babe, are you doing okay? Like, I'm worried about you stressing out so much and it's like crickets. And that was at like noon and I didn't fucking text her back. I'm sorry, work Today, got... to to this day, she still has not texted I'm me back. I'm sorry, I got busy. Like, I have like a thousand things to do. Like You have Sable worried over there. She's just like, what's wrong? What's going on? She's fucking fine. And she was me, gonna, I, was, this I point... go home to that hoe. Like, you're gonna see me. I just... At this point, I was just like, oh, it's a bad day. Oh, you're trying to plan your suicide? Alright, I get You know it. my dramatic ass. You, see, this is why I can talk to you, because, like, me going on a rant with my coworkers about planning a dramatic suicide, but needing to preserve myself so I still look beautiful in my casket, because, like, you know, priorities. They're like, I don't know, Sasha, I'm starting to worry about you. And I'm like, don't worry until I buy, like, a, like, $5,000 gown and a bunch of flowers. That's when you really need to start worrying. Oh, that's when I'm really legit doing it. But I text that to you, and you're just like, so bad day. <laughs> <laughs> literally not phased you're like uh yeah it sounds like you're not having a great day that literally was i'm trying to look at their text messages we're not gonna find it you're not gonna find it we text too much but yeah no it was literally like but that was straight up your response yeah so you're having a bad day huh (laughs) (laughs) this is why meanwhile sable is like are you okay is everything okay what's wrong like bless what happened bless my sister i love her so much i love how much she was like you can't do that to sable that freaking text back i know i'm sorry evil monster i'm an evil asshole for that i'm just like yeah i just planned my suicide bye guys (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and my sister's like bitch text back i'm like you go see my ass don't worry i'm not dead yet it's cool yeah again guys like we have dark humor, we have and dark humor. I mean, suicide is not something to laugh about. But no, it is a very serious thing. But, but yeah, no, Sasha's just I cope that's... in really dark ways, and that is just one of the ways that I cope. Yes. The <laughs> other way that I cope, memes. So hit me with your meme. Oh my god, I love it. We have meme inspiration. Like literally, that was the inspiration for this episode. So you're gonna read your meme that I'm like fucking obsessed with, and then I don't have the meme, but I know the meme, and I'm gonna read the meme that inspired the rest of this episode. I love this. I found it today, and I just started cracking up because you'll listen. (laughs) Anyway, so it's not my intellectual property. Again, it's from an Instagram page called Variation. Um, so it goes. When we come out of this and I ask you where you want to eat, I do not want to hear, I don't know, you had 45 days. (laughs) I'm entertained so much because literally, like, I joke, but it's real. I only leave the house for food and work. So this is our argument every single time Nalani and I want to go get food together. She's like... Where do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't know. It's because you have dietary restrictions. I know. And you are pescatarian. Like, you have this whole thing. So I, I need know. to make sure that it's good It's somewhere for you. where I can actually eat food there. Otherwise, like, I'm not going to take this bitch to a like Korean a barbecue. Or like a steakhouse. Like, don't take me to a goddamn steakhouse. I would just, just have potatoes. No, I would have potatoes and wine. I'm going to just be sitting there <laughs> drinking the entire night. 
I'm like, fuck this food. You're gonna, I'm gonna rack up a bill in a wine bottle. Like, that's what I'm gonna do. And just be, like, starving and drunk off my ass. But I mean, anybody that knows us knows that we're very indecisive. Yeah. Me, as a Libra, I'm very, very indecisive. And I can be super decisive. I just don't like being pushy. So I don't think it's necessarily that I'm it's indecisive. It's just for being polite. I'm polite. I'm too polite. I don't like being pushy and being like, no, we're doing things my way. Because if I didn't have, like, if I wasn't such an incredibly polite person, I'd probably be super decisive. Because I'd probably be like, no, fuck your thoughts, <laughs> fuck your desires, we're doing what I want, and it's going my way. So, yeah. That's what made me laugh about it. Yeah, no, but seriously, everybody that I've talked to, whether that's Sable, that's my sister, my cousin's wife, we just texted today, she goes, I'm dreaming about where I'm gonna go to eat after all this. I'm like, I feel you so hard right now. Like, I literally cannot wait to eat out again. That's all I want to do. I told Matt, I was like, we're going to Konamore. Like, that, Ooh. this little mom and pop Italian place. I was like, I need that pasta. Oh, Italian food. Oh my God. I need it. You With know what a, I was dreaming? A nice red wine. Yes. Oh, you know what I was dreaming about the other day? It's so fucking sad. Because this is just who I am to the core. <laughs> Fresh baked bread. I was Ooh. like, oh my God, I cannot... I cannot wait. And apparently there's a bakery that's still open that's not too far from us. And I'm like, oh, <gasps> fresh bread. Oh, my God. You know what? Funny thing. I was going to, I'm thinking about making a fresh, or try to make a fresh loaf of whole wheat bread tomorrow. Yes. I want to make a loaf of sourdough, but I don't have enough flour. So I got to try and, like, grocery hunt for some flour so I can make some sourdough. I really want to make sourdough, but... That's a whole process. It's a whole fucking process. Like, sourdough is not the easy bread and to I make. Love, I think that's one of my favorite types of bread. I breads. love sourdough so much. But anyway, we're getting off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I talked about bread and I just, like, glazed over and it. And we're like, oh, <laughs> we're so starved in our self-quarantine. I don't even want to see humans. I want to see food. That's I know. Where I'm at. I don't want to see fucking like, humans. Like, I don't want to visit places. I just want to go out to eat. I just want to go out to eat. That's all it is. Disneyland, I, want a I don't specific give a shit. Well, hell, hold on. <laughs> that's for you I don't give a fuck about that place I, I don't love give a Disneyland. fuck about Knott's we Berry were Farm. planning to go to Disneyland and they just got derailed I don't give a shit I'm here for the food I would like to go eat that's where I want to there's be. a specific meal that I want there's a specific cocktail that I want I want everything we I don't I don't have specifics going. this is where the hard part's gonna be for me I don't have specifics like I want everything that's why this is so bad so all the money that I'm saving, not going out, paying for gas, whatever, that is going to be for my week Make it rain. of food. Make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> the week of food and drinks that I'm going to have once this quarantine's lifted. It's going to be like we're throwing money at strippers, but we're throwing money at restaurants. Like, take it! <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we're fat. That's where we're at with our lives. Um, the other meme that I don't have, and I'm so fucking pissed that I can't find it, but it it's literally our inspiration for what we're doing in this episode, outside of the fact that Nalani bought our favorite wine, so it just went hand in yes, hand. Yes, we needed it. We definitely needed it, especially after my computer fucking failed me. Anyways, um, the other meme that I saw, it says, like, husband, day 17 of quarantine, just found out my wife's favorite color is yellow. Who the fuck likes <laughs> yellow? <laughs> I died. My sister sent it to me and I was like, one, it's funny because my favorite color used to be yellow when I was younger. But two, I'm like, that's hilarious that this is like forcing people to find out shit that they didn't know about each other. Even though I know this is a lie. Like, of course, you're going to know your wife's favorite color. If you don't, wow, you fail as a yeah, husband. Yeah, you guys need to really 
rethink your whole life. You gotta talk a lot deeper about that relationship if you don't know each other's favorite Do color. online counseling. We do, we do Boom. Zoom meetings. Boom. Listen to the therapist. Listen. <laughs> you need it in your life. You're alone at home. You might as well get some counseling done. It's the perfect time. Perfect time. Perfect fucking time. But yeah, so learning favorites and doing all of that shit inspired us to have an episode of favorites so we're drinking our favorite wine yes we're gonna share a favorite story and then we're gonna play a little game of quarantine questionnaire of what's your weird favorite so um we're gonna hit we're gonna start with our story time with our segment sipping on story time where we uh visit memorable moments and share and dissect about them so let's start with a fav what's your favorite childhood memory I think I want to go last because I'm really excited for my story. So, mine's not really funny. It's just like a, like, aw type of moment. But you're, like, so aw and so cute. I think that's perfect. But, yeah. Um, so my favorite childhood, what is it, memory? Memory, yeah. My favorite memory is obviously when my grandpa bought me my first dog, Jewel. So she... She has passed, unfortunately. It's been about, I want to say eight years. I think you're right. Yeah, eight years because yeah. I got Ollie. Yeah, today is Ollie's birthday. Oh, this is perfect. I didn't even think of that. Today is Ollie's birthday and we're talking about some of your favorites and you got love your fur babies. I do. So, yeah. Um, to anybody that knows me, they, they know that I love dogs, but my first dog, Jewel, is I guess the start of this whole... Your whole, animal love, yeah, type of probably. Because I've always been an animal lover. Like when I was a kid, I love going to the zoo, love going to the aquariums. Um, my uncle in Hawaii, he works at the zoo, so it's just like I've always been around animals. So I used to beg <laughs> and plead with my parents, like I want a dog, I want a puppy. So my mom definitely tried to get me a dog. Um, my dad was. Uh, very anal about cleaning and having the house nice and all that. So he was just like adding a child and a dog. This, this is just tra- sounds like a mess. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. So he wasn't really on board with like the whole dog thing. But I love all the memes that it's like. Or it's like dad doesn't want the dog <laughs> four days later. And it's like the dog laying across the dad's chest like all snuggled and super yeah. cute. Yeah. That is totally my dad. That's 100% your dad. Every time you guys bring home a new animal, he's like, what are you doing? Get he it out of the house. Su- yeah, he gives you such a hard time, and then it's just like, oh my god, I love them. It's like a week later, and he's like on the couch with them, like mushing their face. I'm like, really, sir? <laughs> I thought you hated it. What's going on here? Yeah, that's like with Ollie. Both my parents were like, no, this dog, we have a dog already, which is Athena, which Athena is like, much bigger than Jewel was, like, my Mm -hmm. first dog. But anyway, I'm getting off topic, but on the same note. I've um, given her half a bottle of wine, so this is going to be a real interesting episode. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. No, they they totally did not want Ollie. They were like, he's a street dog, he's just dirty, and we don't... Yeah, we are more than a bottle deep, guys. I had to do it. I had to do it. Anyway. <laughs> I can't with you right now. <laughs> that derailed my whole story, you asshole. <laughs> oh, 
my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're talking about them not wanting Ollie. Yes, they didn't want him. They were like, no, he's like on the street. We don't know. We don't know how this is going to affect Athena and all that shit. So I was like, whatever. I'm going to save him because he was malnourished. Like, you mm-hmm. saw a picture of him. Yeah, he was not. He was like skin and bones. Yeah. On the street for who God knows. knows how long. Yeah, who knows how long. Anyway. Fast forward to now, they're like, love him. They're like, oh, Ollie's gonna sleep with me. No, he's gonna be with me. And they're all fighting over him. And I'm like, yeah, the, to the people that didn't want him. So I always tell him, like, yeah, they didn't want you, Ollie. Just remember. <laughs> but anyway. Terrible. So what happened? How did you get Jewel? You begged and you pleaded. And... Begged and pleaded. We had a failed adoption. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't think you've ever told me about the failed dog adoption. Yeah. I feel like this is a new story for me. So, I remember going to the shelter. I don't know where. I was really, really... I was think I was five. Yeah, you were itty-bitty. Yeah, so we went to the shelter. They pulled out, like, a few dogs, which is kind of weird because now you can go back and see, like, which dogs uh-huh. are in the kennels and all that. But no, back then they were, like, did, like, a little parade. Like, oh, here's this dog, this dog, choose which one. So, I had originally wanted... This little tiny papillon, which is like, mm. like almost like a chihuahua, mm-hmm. but a little bit fluffier, had bigger ears. It's like a fluffy chihuahua. Yeah. My mom was like, no, that dog is hyper as shit. Like, no. Then she sees this old Benji looking dog, <laughs> like Wheaton Terrier type of thing. And I was kind of like, okay, like, if that. Well, get me a dog, and this gets me the dog. Yeah, so we bring him home. Well, no, we're in the car, and I'm, like, excited. I'm like, oh, finally get a dog, whatever, and I'm, like, a little kid. You know, little, little kids play with dogs. Like, that's what they do. You're going to be in the dog's I wanted to, face. like, kiss his face and yeah. all that. He fucking snapped at me. The shit? And my mom, my mom, like, looks, looks behind her while she's driving, and she's like, did he just snap? And I'm like... You know, being that I don't want to get him in trouble, I'm like, no. <laughs> oh my god, I love you so much. Little five-year-old you, it's like, I'm gonna say no so we get to keep the dog. Yeah, and so we bring him home, whatever. He just okay, but he's still snapping at me at this point. Oh god. And my mom is just like, what the fuck? Like, no, we can't have this dog if he's not even being nice to you. And yeah. then I think they lied about his age. Mm. But to be fair, like most shelters, when they get it's, these dogs. You gotta guess. You don't really know. It's not like they come with paperwork that says this is their yeah. date of birth. You just like have to go by their teeth and all that and see how old they are, whatever. So fast forward to that, I was so sad. Like my mm. mom had to take, she had to give him back because she was just like, no, I can't have this dog. It's gonna hurt my kid. Yeah, and the shelter is like, okay, you can bring him back, whatever. And I'm crying. I'm a wreck. I remember drawing a picture of, like, my mom taking this dog away. And I'm, like, crying. Like, I was so dramatic. Oh, my God. (laughs) But anyway. Little five-year-old you. Oh, God. So, my grandpa, like, I I had a really close relationship with my grandpa when I was little. Um, He used to babysit me, like, all the time. Um, He felt bad. And so... He decided to, I don't know, I don't know how it happened, but he got in contact with a breeder for an American Eskimo, and yeah, he paid, I didn't know this, but he paid like a couple hundred dollars for Jewel. Okay. Because she's purebred. Like, I have her papers right there. Right. And yeah, so my mom was like, what the hell, you just 
spent all this money on this drop money on a dog for my kid and he was like no she wants a dog like here have a like let her have a dog best purchase ever yeah like jewel was my baby she was naughty as (laughs) naughty (laughs) as hell like just a little asshole because she would chew everybody's shoes oh i forgot about that oh my god yeah yeah. She would chew, she would, like, jump on everything. But, yeah, she was my baby, and we had this really amazing bond. And through the years, um, you know, she was very limited on what she could do when she was little because, like I said, she was a little shit. <laughs> but as she started maturing, getting older, she just became the best, like, family dog. And so when I had started working, I would, like, work nights at freaking banana all the time and she would wait for me on the stairs every day so Aww. every time I'd get home it was whether it was like what midnight one o'clock in the morning she was there waiting for me and then we went out to sleep so yeah. I love that that's the sweetest memory ever and she was the best dog like I fucking love Jewel Jewel was amazing yeah like she knew when I was sad she knew when I needed like company and I don't know. It's just we had a really good bond, and you know, when she passed away, it was it was really hard. Yeah. But you know, I I now have Ollie, and he's definitely a goofball. We love him. In and his little... he's just a different personality. Yeah. But it's just you know that unconditional love. That's what I love about having dogs. And you know, Luna, she's a little monster, but. <laughs> I love her in my we own way. We love her, too. We love her, too, <laughs> even though she's a little shit sometimes. But, yeah, I really cherish that moment because, you know, that was when I had a really close relationship with my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's definitely drifted just because of, like, family issues and all that. And then the fact that, you know, like, my life got busy. They moved to Vegas and all that. So it changes it's just, things. It's, like, it was the best memory because, one, I got my first dog. I had all these memories with her, and two, it was just, like, a genuine gift from my grandpa to make me happy, and that's something that is going to last, you know, forever. Yeah, that's so sweet. I love that. I love that. That's such a good childhood memory. Yeah, so, I love it. I love my little baby, and she has her own little spot in my room, so... Onto yours. Hearts for Jewel. Hearts for Jewel. (laughs) Yeah, mine is not sweet, so. (laughs) But it's hilarious. So, okay, there's a reason why this is, like, top three of one of my favorite childhood memories. And it's because I feel like it's just the most perfect representation of who I am as a person. It is. Like, Like, I I mean, people who meet me now, I feel like they're probably like, oh, you had to grow into being this person. No. Which, like, a little bit of that is true. Like, a little bit. I used to be, like, painfully shy. So, like, I've grown into being able to, like, hold conversations and not be as awkward and shy. But, like, 90% of this... You came out of your mom and you're like, I'm Sasha. Day fucking one, this is who I was. Day motherfucking one, this is who I was. Oh, man. So, this is the story... Of how I argued with my parents about if Santa is real or not. You yeah, would. I would. I fucking would. So, okay. Rewind in time. <laughs> I am either six or seven at this time. I think I'm seven. I think I'm seven. And, like, I love my family. I love all of them. My sister and I have an amazing relationship, which I've talked about before. My sister's two years older than me. So if I'm seven, she's nine. And she knows Santa is not real at this time. Sorry for the bubble burst for anyone who's still believing that. You're an adult. Move on. 
Wow, just killing people's dreams today. Damn. Yeah. Your MacBook got you fucked up. Got me fucked up, yo. (laughs) Gosh. Just saying. But my sister, being older than me, was like, I don't want to crush my sister. My my little sister's, like, belief in her dreams and all of that. Like, yeah. As a big sister, you have the responsibility of keeping the magic alive yeah. for your, your younger sister. So she was working real hard to keep the magic alive. I don't know what was happening with me this year, but, like, too much was going on that, like, little hints were being dropped around, and I was like... <laughs> your dramatic-ass self. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, guys. Something seems fishy. Something seems like people lying to me. I feel like this was also the same year that I learned the tooth fairy wasn't real. Oh my god, you're just, <laughs> your dreams are crushed this year. I think that's what happened. I think Can I learned... we build a time machine and go back and hug your younger self? No, she's fine. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> Look what she oh, produced. Man. Like, I'm so proud of what she produced. I'm not mad at her at all. But I think that's what happened. I think I realized that the tooth fairy wasn't real. And it's all because I lost a tooth and didn't tell my parents that I lost a tooth and just put it under my pillow expecting the dollar. You shady bitch. <laughs> Well, I, like, lost it. You're like, let me see what fucking happened. No, I didn't even do it like that. I lost it while, like, eating or something. And I was like, oh, this doesn't concern anyone. It just fell out without a problem. I'm not going to bother anyone's day. I'm just going to wrap it up and put it under my pillow like I'm supposed to. I'm going to follow instructions. And I woke up the next morning and I didn't have a dollar and the tooth is still there. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I didn't tell the parents and no money. I just feel like you brought out a notebook and were like, (laughs) note to self. She did not... (laughs) Day and time, I had every, I was like fourth molar fell out. No one gave me cash. <laughs> oh my god! So that happened, and then I don't know what else was going on in my life at the time. I was seven, but whatever. And I was just I was building a case for why I didn't think Santa was real. I was like, you know what? I don't know. And I had asked my sister about it. I remember asking my sister about it, and she lied to me because she's a beautiful soul and was trying to keep the magic alive for me. She was like. No, Sasha, of course Santa's real. Like, why are you thinking that Santa's not real? I can just imagine younger Sable. Yeah. And just being like, no. Trying so hard to be positive and just, like, give me the life. And I'm just sitting there, like, with my notebook of facts. And I'm like, look, okay, something don't add up. It's only dark for eight hours and he goes around the whole world. See page nine about why I don't think Santa's real. Let's talk about section five about time travel, how that just doesn't feel real realistic at all. I see to reindeer, it don't fly. That's another red flag. Like, I was just going through all the reasons why I didn't think this was real. All the reasons why I thought this was bullshit. I can't with you right now. I, that's who I was as a kid, everybody. That's who I was. So, that's who you are now. Yeah, it's true. Straight facts. Straight facts. No lies were told in that. I'm telling you, you just came out of your mom and the and you just were Sasha. You just came out like You're this. Like, Ta da. No evolution needed. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's going on. And then another very important part about why this whole situation unfolds the way it does. I say that I grew up poor, and then I look at how my mom grew up and I was like, damn, I did not grow up that poor because my mom had a much harder childhood than mm-hmm. I did. But I definitely did not grow up with means. Like, my parents made it work. They did everything that they could to make sure that, like, my sister and I were provided for. Like, I had food. I had clothing. I was able to go to school. Like, they did an amazing job. But I knew from a very young age that, like, I ain't got the shit other people got. Like, these bitches' families is just spending money on dumb stuff. Like, I don't, we don't do that in my household. I knew we didn't have money. And it was cool. Like, I love my family. I love everything that we did. I have no problem with the fact that we didn't have money. But I knew from, like, a really young age, I'm Mm -hmm. like, there is a difference here. And it has to do with the amount of dollars that people have. Mm -hmm. And it is what it is. But being the, like, 
90-year-old, 7-year-old that I was, <laughs> I was always concerned about my parents' finances. Did I work? No. Could I contribute monetarily to this household? Not at fucking all. But was I worried about what they were spending money on? 100%. I was like, hmm, that looks like an unnecessary purchase. Do we really need a video camera to record moments? We got a regular camera to take photos. I feel oh like my we could gosh. return that. I feel like we don't need that. I feel like we don't need that. Winter's coming. I think mom needs a new coat. I think that's a better purchase right now, everybody. I don't think that's smart. I don't think this is a good oh idea. This is me. This is just 100% who I am. So imagine that annoying-ass child. Bless my parents. They had a hard time. Um, I know. They're beautiful. Your mom loves you very much. She does, <laughs> and I don't understand. I don't deserve it, but thanks, Mom. That's unconditional love for you. Seriously. So this is me knowing that we are not incredibly well off, also being super suspicious of the whole Santa thing at this time, going into Christmas. Now, being that I come from a family where I'm not incredibly well off, the way Christmas gifts usually worked with me and my sister is my parents would buy us like a couple small gifts to each have on our own, and then we would get one big joint gift. So something that was slightly more expensive that was intended for the two of us to share. And like I've said many a times, I have a great relationship with my sister, so sharing toys with her or whatever it was that we got was never a big deal. Like, she and I enjoyed playing together. We would share whatever it is that we got that was our, our joint gift. That was not something to fight over between the two of us. And we got spoiled with the rest of my dad's family, because at the time we were the only grandkids, so like... His brothers and sisters and my grandmother and my grandfather, they would buy us a bunch of stuff too. So like, I never felt like I wasn't spoiled at Christmas. I just recognized that like, my wealthier friends didn't understand the concept of a shared large gift between them mm -hmm. and their siblings. They were like, what do you mean you're sharing a gift? And I'm like, what do you mean you don't share? I don't understand what's happening with this disconnect. So we open our gifts. It's Christmas morning. I open all the gifts, my sister opens all her gifts, we're super excited, and then we get to the box of our joint gift, which we always save for last, and we would open together last, and she would get annoyed with me, because I take too long to unwrap oh things. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it is a struggle, guys, to this day. I like the process of unwrapping, okay? I love the tension, I think it's great. She my unwraps gifts. So gingerly. So I don't. I, I try not to rip the paper and like unfold on the fold. My sister she fucking hates it. She slowly un like wraps the part where it's taped. It's so, so the tape just good. Comes off. It's so, so good. perfect. It's so good. The drama in me loves the drama of slowly unwrapping a gift. My and sister, <laughs> on the other hand, will like rip her hand down the center of it just to like shh and remove all the paper. It would break my heart every time she yeah, did it. Yeah, and it's just like I. I love giving gifts. That's just who I am. So I'm like anticipating like, oh my God, are they going to like it? Like, you But know, I make you wait a whole two you minutes. You make me wait. I mean, me I have this it. gift like pre-planned already months ahead. So you've already been waiting forever. I've already been waiting, like trying not to ruin the surprise. And then you just take and an extra unnecessary time. 10 minutes to yep. opening this yep. fucking gift. It's great. It's my favorite part of opening gifts. And it's everyone else's least favorite part of opening so annoying. gifts. Yep. I am. Anyways, we open this gift together. She lets me take it slow for like 30 seconds and then rips the paper off and opens it up. And I'm like, all right, bitch, this is where we are now. And what is it? But it's a Nintendo 64. Me and my sister were so excited. Like, we were so excited. It was a Nintendo 64. There were two controllers and there was already two games. It was Mario Kart Beautiful. and Donkey Kong. We were like super fucking excited. I was like, I cannot believe that Santa just got me. And it says it was said it was from Santa. The big gift said it was from Santa. So I was like, I cannot believe right now that Santa just got me this game. Like, I can't believe it. 
So I'm super excited and my excitement lasts for probably like all of 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And I was like, hmm, wait, I didn't write a letter to Santa. How did he oh know? Oh my God. I wanted this game. I really feel like this is a lie and I think this is from my parents. I don't think this is from you Santa. You are, you were a terrible child. <laughs> So I stop, like literally my sister and I are sitting on the floor in our living room. I stop in the middle of the present opening brigade. My parents watching, super excited that my sister and I are excited about this game. I get up, I turn, and I walk over to them, and I was like, Mom and Dad, I think we need to talk. No. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I think this straight is my up. first time hearing this story, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, I turned to them, and I was straight up like, guys, I think we need to talk. And my parents are like... Okay, what's going on? What's wrong? Oh and I was like, I'm not with the hurt. Right now. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I was like, okay, look, guys, I know Santa isn't real. And like, my mom, my dad, and my sister all stop and all start like to collectively lie to me and try and get me to stay in the Christmas spirit of like, no, he's real. Don't you love your gift? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, stop. Just stop. Just stop at this point, guys. I know he's not real. We have a bigger issue. I'm not upset that he's not real. It's okay. I'm not sad. I'm fine. I'm, we don't need to. We don't need to spare my feelings and tell me that he's real. We have a bigger problem. And my mom's like, "Okay, what's going on?" I'm like, "Look, that game system is expensive. I know." Oh that my god! <laughs> I can't with you. I so can't. I was like, and since I know it wasn't Santa who bought it, I know it was you guys who bought who it. Who are you? I don't know who I am. I'm you seven. I'm fucking seven looking <laughs> at them. Nine-year-old, seven-year-old. Oh my god. And I was like, guys, I feel like we spent too much money. I think this was not a good investment. I, I can think... just see little baby Sasha like, guys, I need to tell you. Yep. I don't think this was a practical gift for Literally, us. literally. I was like, I don't think this is a practical purchase. Like, I really think you guys should return it. Like, we're in the middle of December. I don't know if we're going to need to invest in better coats. It's supposed to rain a lot this spring. Like, I started giving them all the logical reasons why spending money on this game system was a bad decision. And my sister, bless her, I love her so much. Because, like, any regular sibling would be fucking pissed that I'm sitting here being like, get rid of a game system. Not my sister, not this magical human that she is. She's right behind me like, okay, guys, yeah, no, I think I think Sasha makes a good point. I think she's right. Like, obviously, she knows Santa's not real. Like, we should stop lying to her. And, like, she's not wrong. I know this is an expensive system. I'm like, see, Mom, Dad, listen to us. Listen. I'm sure we could use this money for something else. Christmas dinner, maybe? Bills? I don't know. I don't know what the heat, what the gas bill's gonna be. We've been running the heater a lot this winter. Like, maybe, maybe this money is better spent somewhere else. And my parents, bless them, are just, like, fucking staring at me, trying to argue down a seven-year-old about returning her Christmas gift Christmas fucking morning. They're like, no, Sasha, it was Santa. I'm like, can we stop with the lie and just, like, look at the fact that you guys spent too much money on a gift? This was irresponsible. I think we need to make better choices. So they finally caved and said to me, like, okay, it was your grandma who bought you it. It wasn't Santa. It's it's a gift from grandma. And I was like, okay, well, if grandma wants to spend her money that way, that's grandma's decision. I can't tell her what to do. Her finances don't affect this household, so I guess we can keep it. And my parents were like, okay. And they just oh like left the living God. room. You just killed the inner child in me right now. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I mean, I loved that Nintendo system. My sister and I played it all the time. And now looking back on it as an adult, I feel like they were lying to me still. And it wasn't my grandma. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like it wasn't my grandma, but they knew You're that like, they were. I have a bone to pick with you guys. I got to talk to mom when I get home. But like, I knew that they they knew it wasn't going to work if they told the me that next they time bought you it. see your mom, she's just going to be like, Nani. <laughs> she seriously had a conversation with me at the dinner table. I need to be like Christmas, at eleven o'clock at night, nineteen ninety nine. Who bought it? Who bought it? Like, I need to know. I need to know. I can't with you. So yeah, that's I'm one of my throwing you away. It's one of my favorite childhood moments because one, it shows like the clearest picture of who I was and who I am as a child, and two. My who sis- you are now? Yes, that's real. <laughs> and number two, my sister was like a fucking writer. Like, she was just right there with me like, nah, y'all, Sasha, make the point. This is expensive. Like, bless her for not, like, smothering my ass for saying to get rid of our game system. Because yeah, she loves Donkey like Kong. a spoiled piece of shit. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm just an annoying child. Like, can you imagine having to raise me? Where I'm sitting there like, are you making smart financial decisions to my fucking adult-ass parents when I'm seven? I don't have a job. I don't know what a responsible decision is. You're like, Sasha, go go clean your room. I'm, I'm surprised I wasn't punished for that. I'm super surprised. Clean your damn room. Go outside. I probably, but you know what? They probably didn't on purpose. They were like, damn, we sent her to her room. She's going to start doing math, contemplating other decisions that we're making. Balancing their checkbook. Balancing a checkbook. <laughs> Coming out like, hey guys, I see a discrepancy in the checkbook. <laughs> stupid did we really need to spend 110 dollars on groceries who eats this much food what's happening here oh my gosh (laughs) wow so yeah that's my favorite one of my favorite memories from childhood because i'm a fucking nightmare and bless my parents for all that they did because damn but you know what we're here we love you thank you and yeah, I'm still that way as an adult. I will you are. I'm like, is this a smart investment? I'm telling you. Adam, mom. You just were Sasha. I just I just got bigger. I didn't change. <laughs> I just got bigger. That's all. Uh, wow. Yeah. Anyway. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I did. I genuinely did. And now I know why you are the way that you are. It explains so much about me. It, it does. does. It really does. Am I surprised? No. no. <laughs> Not in the least. Not no. in the least. It's funny, but I'm not surprised. It's like not peak Sasha behavior right yeah. there. It makes sense. It does. It does. Okay, let's play this game. Let's let's quarantine and chill and learn some favorites about each other. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay, I'll go with the first question. Do you want me to move this closer to you so you can read? Okay. Sure. Okay. Gotta move the alcohol, guys. Move the wine or pour it into the glass, one of the two. Okay, question number one. What is your favorite go-to movie when you're sad? You go first because I don't really have an answer. Okay, so we're going to, like, you're going to read the question and I'll answer, right? I think we should both answer. Well, no, 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 but, like, you're going to read. Yes, if I read, you answer. If you read, I answer first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite go-to movie when you're sad? So... I have to give it up to my mom because she made me watch this movie when I, like, totally protested it. I was like, no, I don't want to watch it. Like, mm-hmm. it's so old, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she made me sit down and watch um, When Harry Met Sally. Cute. And I love it. Okay. It's just, like, it's just that movie where it's, like a, ro- like, a romance movie, but then also has comedy. And, yeah, I love 
freaking what's his name? Um, what's the character's name? He. Is, you act like I watch this movie as often as you. You've do. never seen that movie. I've seen it, but I've seen it like twice in my, oh my life. God. Like I'm, I'm blanking on who the hell his what his name is. Hold on, Harry or Sally? Harry. <laughs> The actor. Oh, the actor who plays Harry. These are great. Billy Crystal. There you okay. go. Yeah. I wasn't going to be able to help at all on that, but okay. But no, it's just like a feel-good movie. And so when I'm sad or I have a really shitty day, it's just like, yeah, I just need to, to watch it. To watch a little. fall in love and fulfill my Libra heart. You love your love. You're so cute. I do. You're so cute. I feel like I have the exact opposite reaction to you. Like, when I'm sad, I want to watch something that's going to make me sad. Like, I don't want to watch something to feel good. What? I want to watch something that, like, rips my you heart just out. just want to go with the flow. Just go with it. That I'm the same way with music. Like, when I'm sad, I listen to sad music. Like, when I'm angry, I listen to angry music. Like, I don't do something to make me feel better. I just do something that, like, dig me deeper into the hole. It's bad. So I think my favorite go-to movie when I'm sad is Titanic. Oh, God. <laughs> That's your, like, everyday movie. I don't actually watch that every day. Like, I don't. I normally don't. Like, it's either Titanic or Romeo and Juliet, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio in it, because oh, I'm know. obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio. But, like, I want to watch something where, like, people die, and it's not happy. Like, no one's pleased at the way this ends. That's what I want to do when I'm sad. Wow. I just got depressed, guys. <laughs> it's not sunshine over here. It's not. I'm not the sunshiny girl. It's just, nope. But that makes sense, though, if, you, if you're if you sad, you just want to be in the fields. I'm just ready to be in the fields. I'm just like, well, we're just going to ride this train. I'm just going to be upset. I mean, there's drama in When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, but there's sad- a happy ending. <laughs> I don't want a happy ending. I don't want that. No, I want everything to end sad. So I can be like, yeah, accurate. That's what life looks like. Turn it off. Go to the next sad movie. Wow. <laughs> you are on some new bullshit. <laughs> always on this bullshit all right all right all right (laughs) we're going to the next question Question number two jesus (laughs) what's your favorite go-to movie when you want a good laugh Mm. damn when i want a good laugh actually no you know white chicks (laughs) (laughs) that's my go-to when i want a good laugh oh my poodle dog oh my poodle (laughs) I love it. I love the Waynes Brothers. I love that movie so much. It's a very underrated um, comedy. God, like, it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. I love White Chicks. I know you hookers didn't think it's over. <laughs> Let's kick it old school. <laughs> yeah. So what's yours? What's your... Mine would have to be Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> <gasps> oh, solid choice. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> Dracula musical! <laughs> I love it. God, that whole cast is so good. I love it. It's so good. I We were watching it, I think it was yesterday, and I was cracking up. I was like, where, ha- where- Why haven't I done been? this? Why haven't I done this sooner? I love it. I love it so much. Okay. What is your favorite item of clothing when you want to look bomb as fuck? What do you wear? Well... It was my mom's dress in the 80s, Ooh. but it's that Betsy Johnson I thought floral that was. dress. I thought that was the dress. I'm just saying, it makes her look bomb. Makes the booty look amazing. Perfection. Perfection in that dress, I must say. Yeah. It hugs me right in all the right places. Like, 
I feel confident as fuck. I love that. I love that. That's a great answer. I don't know what I wear when I want to wear a bomb. That's sad. That's fucking tragic. I have no idea. Like, but I feel like you have so much stuff. Whose dog that is, is that? That is Ollie. That's Ollie? That is Ollie. That's when his did, man voice. I was like, I do not know that aggressive bark. What is going on out there? Yeah, there's people around. Okay. I feel like for me, it's not clothes that I wear when I want to go bomb. It's shoes. Like, Oh, that makes sense. I'm obsessed with my shoes. Like, I have a couple pair of heels that I'm just like, yes, this is the shoe that I'm going to wear. Like, I just bought a pair of black boots that have, like, rhinestones all over them. <gasps> obsessed. Love them. And then I have a pair of red heels that I love to wear because it's, like, satin and it, like, wraps up my ankle. So, so, so cute. cute. Yeah. So, yeah, shoes. Shoes are my go-to when I want to look bomb. I can see that. Because you definitely love, like, having height to you. Mm-hmm. And most of my clothes fit me the same way. Like, I like a specific fit in my clothing. So, like, 80% of my wardrobe I will wear and feel like I look good. And I did that on purpose. Like, I have a curated wardrobe that I'm actually going to go through again and get rid of more stuff. But I did that on purpose. So, I'm like, I want to always feel gorgeous in the stuff that I wear. Like, some of it's just kind of like, I'm here. But, <laughs> yeah, my accessories are usually what take me to the next level of me being like, I feel bomb. Well, that makes sense. You are definitely a shoe lover. You're like Carrie Bradshaw. Nah, that's kind of true. Yeah. Her closet, man. I fucking want it. I know. Those designer labels and shoes. Anyways, continue. Okay. Let's see. You know you can zoom in your blind ass. I know. I don't that. have glasses on right now. Okay, but whatever. let me zoom this shit in because you're dying. I am. Yeah. Hold, please, guys, while we get our life together. Whoa, that is <laughs> that is too zoomed. That's too much for you? It's too much bit. for you? My bitch can't see. That is a lot. I'm not that blind. Jesus. Is that better? Is that better? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm trying the to help next you blind question. out. <laughs> What's your favorite body part to look at in the mirror? I don't know. Does my hair count? So your head? No, not the head. Not but the that's face. a body part. Your hair is not a body part. It's not a body part? No. Damn it. I was really hoping for the hair. Like, it took me a while to love this mane, but now I love my mane? Okay, fuck you then. Fine. No hair. Um. But I mean, if it's your head, that's like... No, that's too much. The whole head? I don't like the whole I'm head. I'm just trying to help you work your hair into the situation, and you're being mean. I'm sorry. I feel personally attacked. You should. <laughs> <laughs> She's an asshole, guys. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, actually, you know what? I would say my legs. I don't like the fact that, like, I have fat cottage cheese dimples right beneath my ass, but I'm okay with my ass, so I accept the fat because it allows me to have the ass. So, my legs. Don't look at me like that. I can't with you. When, when was the last time? Cottage, what did you just say? My my cottage cheese bit <laughs> in between right my ass and my thigh. Shut up. You don't look at my ass that much. I feel like you don't notice the cheese. I feel like you don't. Because there's nothing there. <laughs> it does exist. It does exist. Oh. Right beneath the stretch marks, right above the thigh muscle. I'm going to take my pants off right now to show you. I will happily do the same, and you will see the cheese. You will see the cheese. Anyway, throw her away again. But I love it. My, I, I would say my legs. Yeah, my legs are my favorite. Shut up. Anyway. What's your favorite? My ass, of course. <laughs> I love the pride with which you shout that. Hey, it's natural. 
It's lean. It has a good fat content to it. She don't even do squats that often. It's just like, I don't. This bitch is natural. <laughs> we just eat. That's how we get ass. We just eat. It is. I mean, it looks good in jeans. Mm-hmm. It looks good in dresses. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. Cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What is your favorite cocktail to have after a shitty work week? What you got, babe? I would say a nice glass of red wine. Because, well, I mean, obviously this is our favorite Seven Moons. So oh my this God, is feels probably like my an appropriate answer. It's it's gonna be Seven Moons. You know, I'll I'll dabble in the different red wines, but yeah, no, I I would say this is definitely my my favorite. Go to after baby. a shitty day. Oh yeah, nice. I if feel like the bottle's gone. You, you know, you know it was bad. <laughs> it was bad you know week. it was bad. I like red wine and like it's my go-to to drink for wine, but I feel like my go-to cocktail after a shitty work week is a whiskey sour. Hmm. Like I'm a whiskey Solid girl. Choice. I love me some whiskey and wine's just not going to cut it. After I've had a shitty day, wine's yeah. just not going to cut it. Like <clears throat> I'm I want a whiskey sour. I'm going for that. Or a good margarita. I feel like you're Tequila. a margarita. Mhm. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Cannot. All right, go for it. All righty. What is your favorite thing to do when you are stressed? So I'm a stress cleaner. I feel like you and I have that in common. We both stress clean, but I wouldn't consider that my favorite thing to do. I think my favorite thing to do when I'm stressed is to take a hot bubble bath. Like the hottest of hot bubble baths. Like if I. Oh, I know. You. You boil water to add yes. to it. Yes. I want How to, are you not dry? I don't know. I want to scald my skin when I'm getting in. Like, if I don't have steam coming off of my knee when I stick my knee out of the water, it's not <laughs> worth it. Stupid. <laughs> I'm so serious. I wait for the steam to come up. Like, if I don't see steam, I'm like, I'm disappointed in that bath. I really am. Wow. It's because I come from the fires of hell. Yeah, that's true. Just reminiscing on home while I stress. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite thing to do when you're stressed? See, I like to stress clean. Yeah. I do. I I feel like cleaning my space, like whether that's my room or my bathroom, it just, it clears the energy and it makes me feel calm and it feels like I have control over the situation that or the sense. environment. Yeah. But I definitely do love doing my skincare. That's like, true. That is... That is something like, no, I'm about to do a face mask, hair mask, body mask, body scrub, something. Yeah, that's my go-to stuff. I like that. I like that. That's good. So speaking of that, what is your favorite night ritual? You're so cute because you have like all of your skin night rituals. And like, (laughs) I I love my skin. I try and be very good to my skin. Like, I'm not as good as Nani is and it like the reason why her skin is beautiful. Um, But... I don't have a favorite night ritual except for the night ritual that I always do, which is laying in bed, staring at the ceiling into the abyss as I slip slowly into madness. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Grinch. And then I fall asleep. That's just who I am. I just have a very Grinch existential crisis every night, and then it's off to bed I go. I wouldn't call it a favorite, but it's what I do. Well, then. What's your favorite nightly ritual? My skincare. Yeah. It is. You're so I good. have, I, I want to say like a seven step skincare. You have a seven step skincare at yeah. night? I need to do that. I need to do pre-cleanse. 
What's a I, fucking pre-cleanse? Well, if I have makeup on, it's like an oil cleanser. It gets off the makeup. Okay, that makes sense. Then I do my my Lush, um, what is it? Dark Angels thing. Oh, I love that It's one. like a exfoliant yeah. in a way, but mm-hmm. it says it's a cleanser, but I don't feel like it cleanses my skin. So I do that. Then I do my cleanser. Then I do my toner. Then I do my, like, um... Like brightening serum. Okay. Then I do. Oh, it's gonna be more than seven. <laughs> God damn, girl. Then I do my other serum to help with breakouts. Then I do my moisturizer, and then I have my eye cream. So it's eight steps. Okay. And this is why your skin looks so good. It's it's definitely taken a while for me to get here, but True. I'm. But you're here, and I worked great. hard for this. You work hard for it. Whereas I am, on the other hand, I'm like, I had a good day if I remembered to wash off my makeup before I fell into bed, so. I can't. People that don't wash off their makeup. We're disasters. It scares me. I'm we're like, disasters. do you know how many pimples I would wake up with the next morning? We are a plague upon no. society. We're trash. And I can say that as someone who, like, I, like, 80% of the time am good and will wash off my makeup because I'm, like, my skin feels dry and itchy. Like, I need to go through my whole process and do all the shit. But, like, man, the other 20% of the time, I'm, like, fuck this. I'm tired. <laughs> just lay down in bed. Yeah. I'll probably, if I'm really tired, I'll do, like, three steps of my skincare. That's still so good. That's still <laughs> so good. Tired me, like, I'm proud of tired me when I, like, wash the makeup off and do nothing else. And then I just, like, crawl into bed angry. i'm proud of myself yeah i'm trash anyways okay so what is your favorite song to listen to on a night drive Ooh. now this was your question and i feel like i have like 13 follow-up questions for this so like if you don't have an answer i'm just gonna keep asking all of my follow-up questions okay so this is my song that i feel like it it's a part of my soul. Oh, God. Yes. Okay. I love it. Okay. I love it so much. And people probably might not know what the hell this song is okay. or who it's by. But I love Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. You do love Dreams Fleetwood Mac. Dreams is my shit. Okay. That is my witchy vibes. Like, it's a stressful day. I'll listen to it on the, the ride home. Like, nighttime drives, it's even better because it's, it's nighttime and it's dark and... Just it's feels just me in the road, and it's appropriate, and it's just all that. Like I said, witchy vibes. There you go. Okay, I'm I love. Down. I love me some Stevie Nicks. I know you love you some Stevie Nicks. I know you do. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm like night drive. What am I doing? I'm like having a, a talk with my girlfriend in the car. Like we do all the time. See, that's where am I stressed Stevie, out? <laughs> this song that I like, Dreams. It could be for with. When you're hanging out with your best friend, you're pissed off at the world, you had a shitty day. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing at night? Am I, like, driving to a booty call? What's happening? What am I doing? I don't know what's going on. Like, (laughs) there's so many variables here. And I'm such a moody person, especially when it comes to, like, my music choices. It it 10,000% depends on my mood. Like, I joke with you, but it's real. Never put my music on shuffle. You don't know what you're going to get. It'll be, like, trap rap. Opera. Oh, it can go zero to a hundred real fast. It gets real fucking crazy. I don't know. I feel like if I had to just like blank statement, choose a favorite song for the night. Uh, You're struggling right now. I have a song. I don't fucking remember the name of it. Well, okay. So I have two. So the first song that I'm thinking of 
is um, Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Good, good fucking song. I do love the Rolling Stones. Um, the other one, let me see if I can find this super quick because I'm blanking on the name. How dare I have it on this playlist? Oh, it's Movement by Hosier. That's the other song. Oh, yes. He has the voice of an angel. My God, I love that man. I love his voice. It's has so he good. dropped an acoustic album? No. He needs to. He needs to. And he waits like years in between his albums. I'm like, what are you doing to me? Did I send you the link that he was having a concert? Shut the on, fuck up. No. On, well, it's live because of the quarantine. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah. I guess. Oh, he sings so beautifully. He's so great. He's he so needs great. to have an acoustic album. He does. When he sings like on the street, like I've seen like videos on, on Instagram, whatever. Oh my god, I'm like, you sound, you sound better than- straight up, just like, plucked out of the recording studio and plopped onto the street. Like, yeah. Ugh, I love- and I think I get this from my dad, because he really likes acoustic albums. Mm-hmm. We used to make fun of him <laughs> when we were younger. You're terrible. But now I appreciate it, because it's just like, raw talent, and it's just like, it's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah. So good, yeah. Those are your two? Those are my two. Those are my two songs. Top two? Yeah, those are my top two. Okay. I'm sticking with those. I'm not mad at it. Okay. I like it. Thank you. All right. So, <laughs> what's your oh favorite dance move when you want to look sexy? <sighs> Damn, and I have to answer first. Shit. You do. Um, That's why I <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad right now. I'm so upset. Um, you just went dancing, girl. You I should know. I mean, yes. <laughs> I don't, I mean, like, I love to salsa dance. So here's the thing with me. I love, 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 love to dance. Nalani and I have this in common. We love, we love, it. We love to dance. I am always, like, slightly uncomfortable dancing because I don't like dancing with random people. So, like, don't be a stranger trying to dance with me. No boo-boo. It's not going to happen. Oh, the clubs are, it's disgusting. Don't touch me. I don't know For my know 21st you. in Vegas, like, Ugh, no. So it many. It was, like, zombies trying to grab you. Or, like, dance. sharks, like, circling us. I no. was like, ugh, go away. So, I usually end up dancing with my girlfriends because I feel much more comfortable with them. So, obviously, I'm not trying to be sexy when I'm with my girlfriends. Like, we're just having a good time with each other. But, okay, but I'm talking about when you have... A hot guy. I feel like when I'm trying to impress a hot guy. A guy that you know that you're comfortable with and you want to impress and you want to just be like, yeah, I'm the shit. You're dancing with the best. (laughs) You're dancing with the best. So, okay, I feel like what I do, well, like, I'm going to say the embarrassing thing that I do and then I'm going to say the good thing that I do. (laughs) So the embarrassing thing that I do, I feel like I play with my hair a lot. I do too. I (laughs) I own it. We got made fun of by our classmate. We did. Who gives a shit? Whatever. I play with my hair a lot. Like, I play with my hair a lot for, like, a thousand reasons. Like Because we're sexy. <laughs> I play with my hair when I'm nervous. I play with my hair when I'm confident. Like, I play with my hair to be sexy. Like, I do. I play with my hair constantly. So, that is, like, the embarrassing thing that I do when I dance is I play with my hair. And I flip my hair back and forth. Um, not in, like, the drunk girl, like, rolling oh, no. her head around in a circle time flipping her back and forth. No. Like, me, like, running my finger through my hair, flipping my hair. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, ooh, like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to describe it. The hair touching, it happens. It's you're what touching, we touching, you're moving it around, you're just like. It goes in the face, it goes out of the face. Yeah, it's what yeah. we do. Um, and then I would say, like, my other, like, my move is, like, a combination between, like, a salsa step and, like, a slow wind. Like, if you've seen, like, like island dancers who do, like, a wind with their hip, like, mm-hmm. that would probably be 
the like combination stuff that I do because I love to salsa dance. I love dancing with Spanish music. So it's like a salsa step with like a island wine. It's very wine. sexy music. Yeah. The beats are. It's so good. But yeah, that's my go-to sexy move. I like, it's, it's all, it's all in the hips. Anytime I do something sexy, it's all in the hips. Oh yeah. What about you? What's your sexy dance move? Girl, I drop it low and I bring it back up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I hello, love you. I, I have to use the booty. I fucking love you for that. <laughs> I'm always too self-conscious to like drop it low in the middle of like a oh, club. Oh no, I'll bring it down slow. I'll bring it back <laughs> up slow. I can go down fast. I can bring it up fast. Yes. I love it. I love it so much. I you love have it so to much. work your best asset, and, and you I know, feel like my butt is my best asset. It's so good. It's funny because I'll do that. Like I'll do, I'll drop it low if I'm dancing with my girlfriend. But I feel like me doing that with a guy, I'm like, I don't know, man. This I is, just, this I is just a lot. Love the reaction because I, like we, because we're self quarantined right. and all that. I like to play music when either I'm cleaning or whatever, and so Matt. <laughs> Matt is there with me and he's just I don't know I don't know what he's doing but I like to put music that I like and then so you start dancing while you're dancing I I just love to dance yeah we love to dance we dance so I've done the move on him and his face is just pure shock (laughs) he's just like "Uh, I don't know what to do with this like what is happening oh I love that so much I just love the reaction I love it it's so good that's why we do this to Matt Mm -hmm. you're great he's just like "Uh, what (laughs) I could just like, like, yes, I just dropped it down, babe. Like, what are you going to do about now it? Now I'm going to go back to washing the dishes. <laughs> like, he's just like, what? <laughs> he's just mesmerized at this point. Like, yep. Oh, God. I love it. I love you guys. You guys are the best. Oh, it's it's hilarious when I put on, like, um, Spanish music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I may not know how to speak Spanish, but I can dance to this I shit. I have no idea what they're saying, but I can fucking dance to it. That's <laughs> She's just like, oh yeah, you're Latina. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why everyone gets like confused when they find out that I'm not Hispanic, like especially if they've seen me dance. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, but you salsa like all the time. I'm like, I have an appreciation for the culture yeah. and for the music. I'm not Hispanic, but I fucking love it. Like, it's cool. Beautiful. Okay, last question. What is your favorite guilty pleasure? <laughs> I don't know if I have a few, but I like, know. Hit me with your top. I don't care if there's just one. Okay, I feel really gross about this one. Do it. Guilty for a reason. Uh, Come on. Like, I don't like them, but I just love the drama that they just bring. I'm already upset. Just, I'm already okay. mad at you. My guilty pleasure is watching... Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> the Kardashians. Oh, I hate you. I hate you right They're now. They're just so dramatic. It's and so I don't dramatic. Know, but it, it just sucks you in. Like recently the one where Kim and Courtney slapped the shit out of each other. I can't. Oh my god. I can't. Like I would never. That was delicious. I would never. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. That's a guilty pleasure for that sure, is for sure. For sure. A guilty for sure pleasure. some guilt right there. I'm not proud of it, guys, but you know what? We're here. And then it doesn't help that we are social distancing. No. So it's like on all the fucking time on E. That's true. So I'm like, oh God. You're just stuck. Here we go. It just comes <laughs> on and you're like, shit, I can't move now. You're like, now I'm invested. Why is she such a bitch, Kim? Why? Tell what me why. What did she do? What did she do? I need to know. You're terrible. You're terrible. Yeah, I know. But I'm I love you. I'm a trash human, but whatever. But I love you. You're great. Um... 
what is my guilty pleasure? <laughs> okay, so my guilty pleasure. Um, I like watching terrible but hilarious TikTok videos, <laughs> but on Instagram, because I don't have the TikTok app. So, because I don't know, I feel like I would judge myself if I download the TikTok app. I might just do it, but quarantine might just take Are me there. Are you going to be a TikToker now? I can't, I don't think I'm cool enough to do that. I really don't think I am. Like, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not, if I was, I wouldn't be doing any of the dances. I would just do, because they have like the like audio clips that you can like pantomime and act over. I'm dramatic enough to do that. I know. Let's be honest. I'm pretty <laughs> fucking dramatic. Like, I would do that. But I know I keep talking shit about TikTok, but I mean, some people make amazing TikToks. They're some hilarious. people are so funny. It's hilarious. I'll like, and what's so, so bad. So like, my two guilty pleasures with Instagram, one is TikTok videos, and two is watching like pimple popping videos on Instagram. Ew. I can't, I can't stop Ew. myself. I can't stop myself. Ew. It's so fucking terrible. Girl. Oh, and I no. sit there and I, like, close one eye because I can't really take it. But, like, every video, it just keeps going to another one. And I'm like, oh, God, it just keeps coming. What's Your happening? Your feed must Ugh. be fucking gross. My explore page is filled with, like, home decor, books, fashion, TikTok videos, and pimple popping. <laughs> <laughs> I look fucking crazy, I swear. Mine is, like, the stupid ASMR shit, the crunchy slime shit, okay. whatever, sand, whatever. Uh-huh. Then it's, like, dogs, cats, <laughs> memes. Memes! I forgot memes. Memes are high on my Explore page. Oh, man. Yeah, those are those are my two guilty pleasures, and I will sit on my phone and, like, not realize how much time I've just wasted, and that's probably why I fall into bed, like, half not wanting to wash my makeup off, because I'm like, fuck, it's 1am, I gotta go to work. I don't know how long I've been watching TikTok dance videos and people popping pimples. This I do, is so bad. I do love the TikTok of, like, the Kardashians. I shit. love when people do those. It's so, so bad. It's like the crossover of trash, and it's so it good. My favorite one is with my friend um, from work. It's the, <laughs> we always do it to each other. When we're, like, being sassy or whatever. We always do the part where Kim fucking comes in. Courtney with her purse. (laughs) Don't be fucking rude. (laughs) Like, are you serious? (laughs) The reason why I like that one so much is for another celebrity that I don't really follow. So I'm not a Jonas Brothers fan, but the Jonas Brothers Oh, yeah, I saw that one. I thought it was hilarious. I fucking died laughing. I was like, I'm not a fan, but like, my God, this is so hilarious. Like, I'm mad that the Jonas Brothers, who I'm not a fan of, got me to like a video about the Kardashians, who I'm also not a fan of. I'm like, I don't understand what just happened in the world, but this is hilarious, and I love it so much. So yeah, that's my guilty pleasure right there. (laughs) That is funny. Yeah. And that's our quarantine and chill. We got this. We learned some favorites. We did some shit. Shameful, um, some guilty judgment going on. <laughs> and it's great. Anyway. Do our next segment for us. All right. So we're going to do our wifey wisdoms. And in the segment, we individually introduce an inspiring quote, life advice, or food for thought. So to continue with our favorites theme, yeah. we are going to, um, discuss our favorite quote from from one of our favorites a favorite something so yeah favorite something whether it's a book musical um movie whatever yeah so do you want to go first or do you want me you go first you go first 
Okay. <clears throat> so, my one of my favorite musicals is Wicked. I fell in love with it. It was one of the best birthday surprises that my parents gave to me. They mm-hmm. took me to go see it. It was amazing. It's I so ugly good. cried. It's so good. I saw it again recently with my with my um, older sister because we took her because she never saw it. I ugly cried again. <laughs> she was like judging me hardcore like, why are you crying? Like, oh my god, you don't you understand. You don't get it. You don't feel the emotion. Oh my god, Wicked is so good. Wicked is it's so good. It's amazing. So we like musical theater. We are those yes. people who like musical theater. But like, if you like musical theater and you haven't seen Wicked, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Because yeah. that play is amazing. It's so good. Oh, I anyway. ugly cried as well. Don't worry. You're not alone. It's beautiful. So good. It's so beautiful. But anyway, so my favorite quote, I guess, yeah, is um, from one of the songs, uh, Define Gravity. So it says, it's time to trust my instincts, close my eyes, and leap. It's time to try Define Gravity. And I love it because, you know, I've had some moments in my life where it's, it's been really difficult to navigate and there's times where I just feel like I'm hopeless. I feel that so many things are going wrong that I don't see myself recovering from it. And I just have to, you know, take that leap of faith and, you know, know that I'm, I'm going to get out of this somehow. So this, this particular song and this particular quote is like, it's really near and dear to my heart. And I just love it. It's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like it's so appropriate for what's going on right now, like, with the fact that, like, this pandemic is happening and, like, all the world's going crazy. Like, it's it's sometimes, we're in a difficult place, and sometimes when you're in a difficult place, you just need to, to trust yourself and take a leap of faith. So I think, I think your quote is incredibly appropriate. Yeah, and it's just, you know, we have a lot of time for those that are, are social distancing at home and working from home. It's just, you know, sometimes we we have a lot of self-doubt. We mm-hmm. talk negative about ourselves. But, no, we have to we have to really believe in our instincts about us and believe in our, you know, our gut feelings about certain things sometimes and just go with it. And, yes, we may fail, but we have to remind us or remind ourselves that, you know, failure isn't, isn't always bad. Yeah. It's something that we can learn from. It's something that we can grow from. And, you know, I... I I definitely love this quote because it's it's honest and it's true and it's raw. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the song that I ugly cried at. By oh the way. yeah, hardcore all the hardcore way. Hardcore cry because that's the song before intermission, yep. and I just like lose it every time. And yep. then even when I'm driving, because I have I'm such a nerd, but I have it on my playlist. Of course we do. And every time I hear it in the car, I have to blast that shit really loud, and I start crying. I'm like. <laughs> but I fucking feel like right now. <laughs> it's just like, yes, I'm going to get through this hard time right now. And we're going to make it. We're going to make it. That was so funny because I saw that play with my mom and my sister. And you know I'm not a crier, but I cried at that song. And then, like, the lights come up for intermission. And I'm, like, wiping, yes. I'm, like, wiping tears away. And my, <laughs> my mom turns and looks at me. And she goes, are you crying? I was like, shut up. Yeah, I just felt so emotional. Like, my, I don't think my parents had that same reaction they were just like oh well, it's so good but no it's just like I don't not saying that they haven't had difficult times I know they have right. difficult times but it's just like I I guess I heal through or I identify through music I 
you just, you had a different connection with yeah, it. Yeah, I have, like, yeah. different connections, especially with music. Yeah. And so, that's why that thing that Matt sent us, I'm a music witch. It makes sense now. That does make sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I never thought of, I was like, music witch? What does that even mean? Yep. But anyway, That's yeah. your spells. Okay, I love that. So, surprise, surprise, my quote comes from another old dead white guy, because that's how I live my life. <laughs> um, but... So, <laughs> Way to introduce that, <laughs> Being honest over here. Um, so my quote comes from one of my favorite epics. So, I'm going to nerd out for just a moment. Epics are um, stories that are told and written in, in poetry, in prose. Um, and not in prose, sorry, in poetry, in lyric. And um, it's a very, very long poem, basically. So one of my favorites is Dante in- Dante's Inferno. Um, I had, I took a class in college, and I adored that professor. Um, I adored reading about it. It's just, it's really good. It's, it's not difficult, but it's written in, like, the 1200s, early 1300s in lyric so if that's not your jam it's it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a little difficult to read it's gonna be a little difficult to get through however it is filled with like some amazing moments and some incredibly great quotes so the quote that i'm gonna read from dante's inferno is the path to paradise begins in hell and i just feel like not only is that appropriate for right now with like all of the crap that we're going through but so often in our lives i feel like we have moments where we don't get why things aren't going the way that we want them mm-hmm. to do or like things are just looking like really dark and really shitty and we don't understand what's going on. But I, I deeply believe in balance and I believe that sometimes you have to go through the worst thing in your life in order to get to the best moment of your life. Yeah, you need that clarity. Yeah. And I mean, if you've never read Dante's Inferno, it's, um, so there's, it's a trilogy. There's three epics together that are combined and called the Divine Comedy. And it starts with a character going through hell, then purgatory, and then being able to see heaven. So the idea is the path to paradise or to heaven or to whatever, like, your bliss, your final nirvana is, begins with you going through the worst place possible. So he Mm -hmm. has to go through hell, go and see all of, like, the, the bad things, all of the sad moments, all of the things that will, like, break you down in order to get him to a better place. So... That's where, that's always my path in life. Like, if I see something terrible, I try really, really hard to be like, okay, I'm sad, I'm emotional, I'm upset, I'm gonna, I'm gonna accept this emotion, I'm gonna live with this emotion, but I'm gonna recognize that I'm going through a shitty time in order to get myself to a better moment. I don't know what that better moment is gonna be just yet, but I know it's gonna happen at some point in time. Yeah, it's beautiful, actually, especially for for what's going on now. Yeah. Like, yes, it's horrible that there's a lot of cases, there's a lot of deaths, um, a lot of people are scared, but at the same time, like, nature is, it's getting back to being healthy. Yeah. It's having a moment to breathe. Did you see that news article that, like, part of the ozone layer is healing because of, like, yeah. everybody staying home? And that using a bunch of jet fuel and all that, it's like, yeah, maybe this is something to teach ourselves that we need to be more sustainable, we need to rethink our choices. Yeah. I mean, the hippie in me is hoping that's what this is going to teach us, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, and sometimes you have to go through hell to to see where you're going to, the, the light of the, the positive, amazing path that you're going to be on. Like, sometimes you just got to go through shit. 
Yeah, maybe this is a wake-up call. Maybe not on the level of, like, the whole environment, but maybe on a personal level that you need to just make better choices to be healthier. Mm -hmm. Whether that's working out, whether that's taking your vitamins. uh, Taking time to check in with yourself emotionally and mentally. Like, I feel like a lot of us just, like, go, 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 go. And we never take the time to be, like, am I okay? Am I actually processing things? And am I actually, like, growing and Mm -hmm. being kind to myself in every realm? And I feel like... Forcing yourself to go slower and just, like, stay home makes you face yourself, makes you see, like, mm-hmm. I haven't been good to myself, and I can be better to myself. And then also rekindling your connections with your loved ones. Yeah. Because, like, your quote earlier today about husband not knowing his wife's yes. favorite color is yes. yellow. Yes. I mean, it's going to force you to make these interactions and actually have conversations with the people that you're with or yeah. quarantined with. So it's just, you know, hopefully this is an eye-opening situation for you guys and that it helps you, you know, make better decisions. So. Yeah. So if you're going through we'll hell, see. I say keep going because eventually you're going to come out on the other side mm-hmm. and it'll be you'll be better for it. You'll be stronger for it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. I feel good about this. I think we're good. Do you want to do your thing? You want to wrap us up? Yes, so I just want to say thank you to everyone that is listening and indulging us in yeah. our best friend moments. <laughs> and um, it's been a rough one, guys, but, but stay we're safe here. out there. We're here. Um, remember to follow us on all of our channels if you get the opportunity. So our Instagram is on Wednesdays we drink podcast. Our Twitter is OWWD podcast. Uh, like and subscribe if you can on your podcast listening platforms. Give us a rating if you get the chance. We would deeply appreciate you. Yes, pretty, pretty, please. (laughs) Yeah, and I think we're good. Yes, so remember to keep it wicked. And seize the day by the couple. Bye, love. Bye, love.